What's up? Welcome to 3AM Sports. It is Wednesday, September 4th. We are here recapping week one in college football, talking through our week two picks, updating our playoff pictures. But first, I fucking suck at gambling, guys. <laughs> I don't even know. What was your record? I three and five. I, three I mean, five, three and five in our in our thing, but I lost a lot of money outside of our <laughs> thing. I made some back. I took Louisville in that nightcap game, so uh, that you helped. fuck. You should have told me I you did that. No, I was absolutely not going to tell you I was doing fuck. that. <laughs> I, so it turns out week one is very bad for huge, huge, huge favorites. Apparently, this year huh. I don't know why. I feel like usually that is not the case, but oh. I got f- boned by huge favorites so it was not great that's my biggest takeaway from week one we were five and three yeah you too so you guys tied with a third neither of you won the money so sorry damn it yeah it's so funny to put a tiebreaker in well carger do you know what happened with me no i put in the tiebreaker while we were recording last week Literally as we were recording, yeah. As we were recording, and I, I didn't think it was going to get to that, so I just put in 69 just for fun. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even close. No, no. No, it wasn't. <laughs> and neither of you were really close, honestly. He was no, still 10 no. off. I know. Right. I like, shit. I was, like, cheering for, I was cheering for Louisville and points. It was the weirdest, like, <laughs> it was weird. And then Notre Dame kept scoring points, and I was like, well, it's good, I guess. I was just totally, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I mean, I think to get into week one a little bit, too, from our pool, the the Northwestern-Stanford game was, I think, one of the worst beats I've ever watched live. Definitely the worst beat I've ever watched live, but one of the worst beats I think I've ever seen. I think it, I thought it was the best beat ever. <laughs> and, okay. and that's crazy because North, Northwestern's been on the other side of that. Remember, they, beat, they covered against Ohio State the same way. That's yeah, right. They, they recovered a fumble in the end zone. It's one of yeah. They recovered an end zone, a touchdown in the end zone to cover the spread in the last seconds, basically, yep. in a game that didn't matter because the spread was like twenty four. Like it wasn't like it was what this game where it was six or right. whatever. Right. Yeah. Was, I, game yeah, was clearly no over. Yeah. Exactly. I honestly looked away. I, I thought I had no chance um, when when they got the ball back, and when I looked back, I saw them in the end zone with the ball. But I thought it was just like a replay of like earlier, like something happening earlier. And then they updated the score. And I was like, holy shit. And I went nuts. <laughs> it was a low point for me in the day, for sure. Um, I I mean, the worst part of it is that the the Northwestern offensive lineman fell on the ball and then fell off of the ball in the end zone. Right. Like it was right. a clear, it could have been an easy safety game over. We cover. We're fine. But no, fat guy can't just fall on the ball. He falls off of the ball. Unbelievable, yep. and then the the other bad beat Oregon Auburn. Oregon's covering for what fifty nine minutes and ten seconds yep. of that game, and then yep. the last play is a pseudo hail mary to win when they didn't need that. They could have just kicked the field goal. Come on, Gus. God damn it. Yeah, Unreal. tale of t- uh, definitely two halves of that game. I mean, Oregon looked like they were dominating majority of the first half, and. Second half, Auburn came out. I mean, I know Oregon scored that touchdown right away, but after that, it looked like Auburn just kind of – you always had that feeling in the back of your mind, like, okay, Auburn's going to do it. Auburn's going to come back. And then, I yeah. I, I was, was a little good, impressed. It was a very good game. I was impressed by Oregon's defense, though. Uh, and, yeah. you know, this is all kind of with a grain of salt, and we'll see where both of these teams end up in the next couple weeks, obviously. 
but I expected or- uh, Auburn to move the ball better than they did. I think Oregon really played well on the defensive side of the ball. Now, part of that's probably Bo Nix being, you know, his first game ever in, in, right. in an Auburn jersey, which is pr- a huge moment for him. Um, but the ball's on him, man. That last play, can you imagine being him in that moment? God, that yeah, was, that was it. <laughs> that was cool. That was like what he's always dreamed of. Yep. <laughs> if he completes that pass and they don't score, it's game over. I mean, there was what nine seconds left when we threw it. I mean, chances are he wasn't gonna catch that land. Maybe they get up there and spike the ball, but I don't know. That's tough. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Just really crazy. Those are definitely the two games. Well, I mean, the Northwestern Stanford game is irrelevant for people who don't spend their money on betting like us but the auburn oregon game was the game of the week um you know my other takeaways were really just the transfers the justin fields at ohio state looked strong um jalen hurts looked strong at at oklahoma and i didn't personally see this but just looking at the the stats jacob eason at washington looked strong too so i think that's good yeah that's one of the big takeaways that i had was the transfers um looked good and then i mean Wisconsin just rolled. That was a, oh, I yeah. think a, a big thing for me. It was forty nine nothing is is a big score to put out there against a team that isn't, you know, this isn't a, uh, what one double A or FBS team. This is a South Florida team. So, yeah, pretty impressive. Five, I think five yard passes underneath. Gotta love it. <laughs> well, that was Taylor's first receiving touchdown in his career. Yeah, and it was. I mean, it was like a. Wait, really? Pass, but- yeah. He had never. He only had eight receptions last year. They never put him in on third down. They only Holy played shit. him on first and second. Took him out on third down. That Grosha kid was always a third down back, and yeah. So he, yeah, he had what four receptions? Two of them are TDs, I think, wow. is what it was. Yep. Time so, to build okay. his NFL tape. Is that what that is? Yeah, yeah basically. That's, that's what that's they said on the. That's what they said on the broadcast. They it has said, to be. Um, yeah. They, the NFL wants to see if he can catch the ball. He's like, I swear I can catch. Please, just right. <laughs> yeah. No one could throw it to me, though. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, that's that's a problem. Um, the only other thing I had was, well, a couple things. Clemson, Alabama, and Georgia were just kind of business as usual. There wasn't yep. anything big, except for Alabama weirdly not scoring for the first quarter. That was a little strange. Mm-hmm. They kind of rolled, though. Um, and then my other yeah, thing Yeah, that is, was, that was the ahead. first time Alabama hadn't covered a first-half spread in 14 games. So, or no. In a regular season, they had covered four, 12, whatever last year, 12 and all. They went 12 and all in the first half spreads of last year. And so they're 0 1 this year. So that you, was. The, you, were, you were big on that one, too, right? Yeah, real big. I was like, okay. <laughs> I, stood, I stayed away from that. I wasn't trusting that. But my other thing is the Pac 12, I think we're not going to see them in the playoff again. I think Oregon's loss hurts, obviously. Um, USC, Washington. though. USC was not supposed to get anywhere, but losing JT Daniels for the year is not great. Washington, sure, yeah, potentially Utah. Pick. Utah still there? Well, yeah, Utah impressed me as well. That's actually yeah. uh, Utah did impress me. Yeah, that's a big game for them. That's like a huge rivalry game. First week right. of the year, it's on a Thursday. That's you know, it, it's good to get out with a cover on that. I think for them, right? Hard to so play yeah, at BYU maybe the first two weeks of the year, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, BYU is the toughest the two weeks, the first two weeks of the year. Um, do you want to do our do? Do you want to since we didn't say our locks? Do you want to say what our locks were last week? Absolutely, yeah. You can go first. I had Wisconsin. I figured if they couldn't win by two touchdowns, then like just f it, and, like they don't deserve to, to be in contention. So I had Wisconsin. Um, I don't remember who I took as my. You had lock. Oklahoma. Oh, I had Oklahoma. Yeah, and they they won, but they didn't cover. 
Well, I, I mean, I had Northwestern, so fuck all of that. Wolf, you had Northwestern. I, I had it. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, the thing that I'm most upset about is that on this podcast one week ago, we sat here and I said the game's going to be ten to seven. Northwestern's going to lose ten to seven, and they're going to cover. The game was ten to seven, and then stupid ass offensive lineman couldn't cover a goddamn safety or kick it out of the end zone or do anything. Yep. Really fucked me over and obviously pissed me off, and now I'm pissed off again. But that was my lock. Right. It obviously right, did. So I'll take that one and then. Yeah. Congrats. Thanks, Wisconsin. Low hanging fruit there with Wisconsin. They burned me <laughs> enough last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very way to go outside the box there. All right. So <laughs> let's. Um. Any other takeaways you guys got? I mean. No. I it. I think there's some better games this week. So. Um. It, it kind of was one. Of, it's it's the first week of the year. Or well, second week of the year. Um. So it's just there weren't that many nail biters even like just close game wise there was some against the spread but it was uh for the most part it was great having football back <laughs> but uh overall it wasn't the most exciting games yeah. no i mean it sucks sucks to be a tennessee fan their season's over already Hello, they lost pal. to uh, <laughs> georgia middle tennessee state or whatever the hell it was so um sucks to be them um they're not back uh florida state i i think florida state's getting a hard beat um, yeah, they lost to Boise State after winning, but I think Boise State's a better team, and the credit more should go to Boise State for winning that game than necessarily Florida State losing it. Um, mm-hmm. But but yeah, that, that that was tough too because they had a pretty sizable lead in that game as well. That was right. a tough game too because they moved it up from what a is supposed to be a what something a neutral sites Friday night, and they moved it up to a Friday at eleven or at noon kind of game. Yeah, yeah, it changed a bunch. It's always weird. And again, like you said, Boise State should be pretty solid this year. So I think there's blame on both sides here. The good for Boise State, the bad for Florida State. But I don't know. My, I think the biggest thing for me, and this goes to how bad I was at betting, or at least this is what I'm going to blame it on, is that it is week one. And we don't really know all of right. what we need to know yet. But kind of Nick, like you said, I think this week is going to tell us a little bit more about some of these teams. And I'm excited for that. So Definitely. Nice. So why don't we get into it? Cards, you did not send me picks. Um, no, you told me not so to. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm oh, not shit, yeah. I'm I sent him. Live. Sorry. No, no. All good. Um, but let's let's start with our week wait, two. Wait, wait. Bo- he should have to say his tiebreaker. <laughs> right now? Sure. Oh, yeah, I'll no. The, tiebreaker. Oh, yeah. You, you need to tell me first, yeah. Okay. The tiebreaker is 56. Okay. I'm going to change First thing then. I filled out today. <laughs> oh, shit. Lock, you got to say yours, too. Crap. <laughs> I have mine input here. Um, mine's 51. I had it on before I sent out picks. I hope I don't tell you guys. Yeah, you could. Okay, so let's get into it. Week two. Um, does anybody want to start? Why Nick, start? I'm not going to throw you, you under you, the bus. You, okay, I will. Yeah. You got the first game on yeah. the board. Yeah. Yeah. So we got actually a, a pretty interesting game, I think. Cincinnati is at Ohio State, the Battle of Ohio, as they're calling it. And Ohio State's 16-point favorites at home in the shoe. Um Ohio State didn't fucking cover last week. Made me so mad. Offense looked good at first. Um, Florida Atlantic, (laughs) I hate to say this, but kind of figured out what we were doing on defense, adjusted, and made some plays, which is, again, sorry to say because it's Florida Atlantic. But I still have Ohio State here um, covering the 16. I think they win by three touchdowns or so, at least hopefully. But, again, I think this is a game that's going to show more so who Ohio State is and what Justin Fields can do with and against a, a defense that showed to be pretty good against a pretty bad UCLA team last week. 
but still it's a better team than Florida Atlantic. So I think um, the the offense steps up to the challenge of a better defense in Cincinnati. Our defense keeps going pretty strong against theirs, and we cover the 16. You want me to go? Yes. Uh, I got Ohio State as well. I'm, I have a running theme this week. Um, I won't reveal it yet. But Oh, I have one too, <laughs> except for this okay. one. <laughs> okay. Um, I have Ohio State. Um, after watching Cincy play UCLA, I think UCLA is bad. Like that game was like hard to watch. Um, so if Ohio State's for real, I think that they win by at least three touchdowns, if not more. I could see this being a blowout. It's at the shoe. Um, it's, it was kind of kind of an easy one for me after watching the Cincinnati on, on Thursday night last week. Um, I got Cincinnati. I think their defense is pretty good, and I don't think – I'm not discounting UCLA as a, a bad team, but they do run a dynamic offense with Chip Kelly, and I think their quarterback's pretty good. So they did kind of shut them down. Um, I don't know. I did watch most of the Ohio State game as well. And Lop, like you said, they started real fast, and then they kind of took their foot off the pedal. And I don't know if that has to do with them just saying, okay, we're up 28 nothing. We don't really need to show or do anything else. Um, and they kept scoring throughout here and there, but there were some mistakes and flaws and let FAU kind of hang around. Um, so we'll see. I think I agree. I think if, if, if Ohio State kind of takes this game seriously and – kind of burns the FAU tape and really coaches really get after him this week. They could blow this team out pretty easily. Um, but I guess that'll be the, the, the determining factor there. Yeah. I've got one question and one comment. Um, first Ohio state talking about against FAU. My biggest issue with the game was we started off great. Um, looked dynamic, looked explosive. It looked like at a certain point and, and even on defense is primarily what I'm talking about here. It looked like at a certain point, Florida Atlantic and, we're talking about Florida fucking Atlantic here, not Alabama. Florida Atlantic made changes to kind of counter what we were doing on defense because we were playing like a weird um, zone on defense that they weren't ready for. They made changes, and it kind of fucked us up a little bit, and they scored three touchdowns pretty – not quickly, but pretty easily. And that's Florida Atlantic. So that's what I'm most concerned about, I think, is our defense and actually shutting people down now that we have what we're doing on tape. The other question is, did you watch the UCLA game? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Their offense I mean, did was, not look was... dynamic to me. And oh, I, I, I know that. Me. No, no, huh. Carge. I know that the Chip Kelly's mo is to be dynamic and fast, and and they they did run fast plays and they got to the line they fast, did, but they didn't look very good. I know. They I didn't think, look. Great. I just think. <laughs> yeah, I, but maybe I think that speaks to Cincinnati's defense. I think they yeah, got a really yeah. good defense. Like, okay. I think. You, yeah, like I think UCLA is bad, but maybe maybe you're right, Carge. <laughs> yeah. Cincinnati yeah right. Bomb ass defense, and I mean I that's we'll figure that out. Figure that I out. I think it's a, I think that was a combination of both. I mean, I think <laughs> yeah. Cincinnati's defense is good, and I think UCLA's offense is trying really hard to be good and, and trying trying really really hard. That's yeah. fair. And I guess to just one more point on this game, it's Ohio State versus a Luke Fickle coached team. Luke Fickle played nose guard at Ohio State. He was DC. Um, at Ohio State for a number of years. He was head coach for a year. We didn't do very well, but he was head coach for a year. And now he went down to Cincinnati two two or three years ago. So that's kind of a homecoming game for him. He's going to have the boys ready. Um, it's just a kind of another factor to throw in there. So I think that's a, a fun storyline for this game too. But still on Ohio State. So we can move on to our next game, unless there's anything else. Yeah. Cool. Nope. We got Central uh, Michigan playing against Wisconsin in their home opener. Nick, have at it. 
Oh. Uh, so they're minus, Wisconsin's minus 35. I'm all over Wisconsin. Um, I'm going to ride this wave till it till it crashes and burns. <laughs> um, I think they'll be amped up to be at home. Uh, I think Central Michigan will just be overwhelmed. I don't even know. Who did Central Michigan even play last week? I have, I have no, no idea. Clue. But um, th- this was one of the easier picks for me in a week that I was very confused. So um, going with the home team, first home game, um, I think they're going to dominate. Give me one. Hold on one second. Central Michigan played. They beat Albany by 17. 38 Oh, Albany's supposed Thanks. to be good this year. Yeah. Big, yeah. Big, uh, oh, hey, what's the match? The Terriers. Terriers. There you go. There you go. Yeah, they're tough. I'm all over Wisconsin. Um, I got Wisconsin as well. Kind of same to Nick's point. Um, home opener, Camp Randall. Um, I, I, the number's a little big. It does kind of scare me a little bit. Um, I mean, I could see Wisconsin getting up 31 nothing, maybe. Um, yeah, don't get me wrong, Charger. I'm totally scared of that number as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know we won last week 49 nothing at USF, and they're a good football team. But um, I don't know. It, we'll, we'll see what happens. I think this will be a, a good opportunity to get some younger guys in there, get some rest, some of the starters. I know we got a bye week next week, so um, get these guys some extra reps and whatnot. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I got Wisconsin. So I'm a big math guy, right? I love math. Beating South Florida 49-0 to me tells me that Wisconsin can easily beat Central Michigan by 35. And so I know that's not going to happen, but I did pick Wisconsin. So because I'm <laughs> yeah, saying I it mean, like that, like it's as simple as that, it's not going to happen. But in my brain, that's how football works, so that's what right. I picked. And I have well, Wisconsin. I think, <laughs> I think that Central Michigan uh, um, FSU is a better team than Central Michigan, you know? So South I, Florida. I, a lot. Sorry, what did yep. I just say? FSU, which you're right on that too, I think. Yeah. Well, way. I don't know actually. <laughs> so, but yeah, so. My point my big made. my thing is, and I think card you made the point is Wisconsin goes up big, maybe four touchdowns, twenty eight nothing. Do they coast? Do they keep scoring? You know, it depends on. Do they shut them out? Because that's a big factor. Um, but yeah. I, I, I'm gonna roll the dice. I have Wisconsin covering this. This. I mean, the five touchdown defense. line. Our defense last week realistically got us, I would say, two, probably three of those touchdowns, with one being a fumble recovery running, you know, re- t- uh, return, and then two of them with interceptions and fumbles just setting us up inside their territory with not much of the offense to do. Um, so, I mean, we still we still look good, and yeah, you know, um, Jonathan Taylor didn't even play. He didn't he didn't play the last. What did I see? Like twenty minutes of the game or something like of game time. So. Um, yeah. They definitely rested a lot of guys too, so um, we'll, we'll see if we can get that big number up again this week. What is kind of interesting is that in a week full of these games where we're going to clearly see what team is, is good, you know, like in the A&M Clemson, LSU, Texas games, this isn't one of those games. So we still have to kind of no. wait a week to see what Wisconsin's actually made of, you know, right. which is kind of interesting. So um, I don't know. We'll see. Let's move on. Card, you want to take care of the, the next game? Sure, we got Texas at Texas A and M at Clemson. Clemson is a seventeen and a half point favorite. Um, this was a good game last year at Texas A and M. I think they covered their spread. It was a close game. Uh, Clemson had to stop a last minute drive by Texas A and M, end up winning. Um, I guess for that fact, I do have Texas A and M 
covering the spread. Um, the only reason my thought process here is uh, this is probably the only game that Clemson's going to be challenged throughout the entire year. So if they get by this one by more than 17 and a half, um, they are going to probably cover the rest of the season by 21 or more. So I'm hoping that they just slip up one time and <laughs> and lose one of these covers. So I'm, I'm going with Texas A&M uh, to cover this one. Okay, that's fair. I, I will agree that game last year was probably the most exciting game that I watched all of college football the regular season. Um, I do have Clemson here covering. This number is huge to me. I And especially, I don't know, it just feels too big almost. But I also think Clemson, in a weird, convoluted kind of way, is still underrated. I don't understand how it's possible, but I actually feel like that. When you have two people in Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne that can both t- win the Heisman, it, it blows my mind. They're a really good team. I feel like they win by 40 and 30, and nobody really bats an eye at that, and they kind of still scoff at that. And granted, they're playing you know not great teams in their conference, but they're, they're crushing these teams. And yes, they did go down to the wire with AM last year, but a new year, you know, Trevor Lawrence has a full year of experience. Um, I think Clemson wins pretty handily, and I think they kind of make their statement because, like you said, this is kind of their only game to do that. So I'm on Clemson, and, um, you know, it's going to be big. Obviously, it has to be given the line, but I think it's, you know, a runaway game here. Yeah, Trevor yeah. Lawrence didn't play last year. Sorry, Nick. Yeah, Trevor oh, Lawrence that's true. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence did not play, and Kelly Bryant did. So yep. Go, that's a good point. Just different, different atmosphere. Go ahead, Nick. Um, yeah, I, so kind of similar lines. You lob this this number confused the hell out of me. Seventeen and a half, and I just thought it was so weird that I had to like take it. I just took the home team. Um, I. I don't think it'll be as as or I'm hoping it won't be as as close as last year. Playing in Clemson is just a different different atmosphere. I feel like um, just being the home team. I think they're gonna roll. Um, yeah, I, I hope they do. But yeah, it was kind of one of those things. It's they threw that number out there, and I'm really interested to see what this number moves to by game time because it hasn't moved. A, it hasn't moved at all yet, and I don't even know. I would like to see where the cash is because I'm almost guaranteeing there's not a lot of not a lot of bets on this game yet because it's a confusing ass line um so uh, i'm taking clemson strictly because of the home team and i don't know it's a weird ass number yeah i hear you all right let's move on to what a big game for this group (laughs) (laughs) um we've got lsu at texas texas is a home a home dog underdog they're getting five and a half points um, big game for me. no, it's me. What? Oh yeah, this We're is not our fourth. Same. Yeah, You're right. Um, okay. I think this is a huge game, and if we talk about kind of the games that are showing what teams are this year and what they're kind of made of and and who they're going to be going forward, this is the game of the week for me. I have LSU in this game, winning by about a touchdown, which covers the wow. five and a half. I just think, I mean. I think Joe Burrow is in a place where he's playing and doing enough to have this offense moving more so than they've ever really done from an LSU offense. And I also think their defense is is pretty nasty. Um, I am a little scared just given Texas getting five and a half at home. That's, you know, I'm I'm a little skeptical to go against that. But I, I just have kind of more faith in LSU's defense than I do in anything that Texas is putting out there. Maybe other than Dicker, the kicker, potentially. 
He's probably <laughs> the only other thing on the field that's as good as LSU's defense. Um, but, yeah, I have LSU winning by about a touchdown. I think it's going to be, again, a great game. Um, I'm on Coach O here. Yeah, I'm. Uh, this is so Texas A&M Clemson was the hardest pick for me to choose a team. This was the easiest one by far. Um, I'm all over LSU. I do not think Texas is back. Um, I think LSU is um, legit this year. Like you're saying a lot with the offense. I think their defense is is outstanding. Um, it, it, I think they're the team that beats potentially Bam or, or something like that. Um, so I think they're going to roll over Texas. I'm guessing, um, by two touchdowns, but, uh, this was, this is one of the easier picks for me. All right. Um, and Karch I, takes Texas and we're moving on. So <laughs> yes, I, I did take Texas. <laughs> um, my rationale was that it's at home and they usually get up and play to their competition. Uh, last year they played Oklahoma, which probably they didn't have much business winning. They ended up winning that game, and then they Georgia. Ended, and then they, uh, and Georgia in the in the bowl game. So there's a couple of examples, and then uh, there's a couple of teams throughout the year that they lost to that they shouldn't have. So that they they kind of played to their competition last year. So I'm hoping that they they get up, play to their competition for this one, are able to um, kind of put this one away. Um, the interesting thing is that LSU, even if they do lose this game, they got plenty of opportunities throughout the season to kind of negate this win or loss if you will they play florida um they got to play auburn they got to play alabama and they got to play texas a&m all currently ranked in the top 15 so they have their chances even if they were to lose this game it wouldn't be a season ender for her. so um even if they do lose it i wouldn't count the tigers out of a playoff conversation yeah it's a good point actually because texas has what i guess oklahoma to play iowa state who oh my god i don't want to talk about <laughs> iowa state right now um yeah, it's a fair point. I just think I think of all the games this week, this is going to tell us the most, and it's going to be the best. So, yeah, Nick, interesting to hear that it's your. I mean, you're so anti-Texas though that that makes sense to me. I'm also you need like, to, you need I'm a level pro, set on Texas. I'm, I'm pretty pro LSU too. Yeah, okay, that's fair. So I don't I don't like a lot of SEC teams. Fair. Um, what's the next one? You're up. Army at Michigan. Uh, Army's getting 23 and a half points. Uh, I took Michigan. I just think Army, just from looking at past games and stuff, Army plays teams pretty close. I just think if Michigan is for real at all, they have to blow out Army. Um, And and, um, just with a more dynamic offense and all that, I I just, I don't see Army putting up a ton of points. And I just see Michigan rolling. I, I, I just don't see Army stopping them. So um, I took Michigan. Uh, it's it's a relatively big number, but I, I just realistically I could not see Army keeping it any closer than than that. So I uh, I took Michigan. Um, I took Michigan as well. Um, I think this speaks to more of what Michigan can do on offense than what necessarily they're going to do on defense. I don't see their defense being a problem of shutting Army's option down. Um, I mean, they probably have one of the best defensive coordinators in the country. Um, so I'm just curious to see if their offense can put up 24 points uh, that, that, that keeps it um, over Army to cover that spread. So this will be a – I mean, everyone keeps talking about Michigan's offense. They got that new coordinator this year. You know, Michigan's trying to adapt. They're running more shotgun. They're running more spread. They're running more uh, RPOs. They're, they're not just running three yards in a cloud of dust like they had been. So this will be an opportunity for them to kind of show that off, I think, against um, an Army team. So we'll see if they actually take an opportunity to do that and um, 
and put up a big number here. Yeah, I don't I don't really have a ton to add. I mean, I think the biggest point that I have is just to echo Nick's is if you're a real team, Michigan, you need to beat Army by 24. Like, you just have right. to. It's just, right. if you're not, that's fine. But, I mean, again, we're going to find out who these teams are as we go. But to me, uh, the Michigan team that has been hyped up this offseason and given all the moves that they've made and the people they brought in, that this team needs to beat Army by 24. So I'm on Michigan, too. So we are, all of us are on Michigan. Cool. So, Karch, take us to the next game. Next game, we got Cal at Washington. Uh, Washington is a 14-point favorite. Um, this one was actually tough. These last three games, I actually went back and forth on a few different times. Um, I had Cal typed out to begin with. Um, I really like their defense. Um, I just don't know. I think Washington, I kind of ended up going back and watching some of the um, uh, Washington's game last week and watching Jacob Eason play. Um, him being from the West Coast, I think he's going to have a really good underrated year. Um, he's going to want to prove something being a transfer from Georgia. Didn't feel like he got his fair shake. So, um, I'm going to say Washington, um, is going to put up a big number and maybe be that PAC 12 voice and say, Hey, look at us. So I'm going to say Washington covers the 14. Nice. I am, I'm going to tell you first my spiel. Okay. So my, what I wrote down because I knew I would have to explain this was, I'm not really sure why. I think the Pac-12 is weird. The line feels weird. And I don't know. I could be way off. But I took Cal. I took Cal in this game. So that was my spiel that I wrote down. The real reason is because, and this is to go back to Nick, what we were talking about, I flipped a coin for games I didn't know, and this one landed Cal. So, um, I thought it was because you're such a big uh, Aaron Rodgers fan. It is not, actually, because I'm such a big Aaron Rodgers fan. I wonder if his mom will be at the game, though. That That would be good. Nice little... Maybe a homecoming. He could. She could bring all the presents that he sent back during Christmas. That would be fun. I'm on Cal I, again. I don't know why. I mean, I know why I flipped a coin, but I can't really <laughs> defend it. Um, I'm just hoping that this game is tighter and Jacob Eason maybe not that he gets hurt, but throws a couple picks or something. I don't know. The Pac-12 is weird. Is my final words. Uh, I got Washington. Like kind of like I said earlier, they they impressed me last week. They're my they're my um, pack team. So. Um, I'm going with them. Honestly, I don't even know. Do we even know who Cal played last week? I, I'm sure no. I looked at it when I was making my pick, but um, uh, the line has moved slightly to 13 and a half now. I'm all over Washington. Um, taking Washington. Fair. Moving on to Done. probably the most important game of the week. I think we could say pretty easily. Oh yeah, big time. <laughs> battle, so of the, can... battle of the awesome jerseys. Battle of the having a Y in your name. We've got <laughs> Syracuse against Maryland. And Maryland, correct me now if I'm wrong, Maryland is favored by a point and a half? Yes. That's correct, right? Yes. So Syracuse is getting one and a half points at Maryland. On the road. Yep. Okay. This line is weird. I don't like it. But I'm taking Syracuse nonetheless to cover one and a half points at Maryland. Maryland put up 79 points against, um, what did I call them, Southeastern North Dakota Tech Agriculture, somebody. I don't know who it was. Cool story when they put up 79 and um, they lost their teammate last year, number 79. That's really cool. But I just, I don't, this is one of those games I don't know what either of these teams really are, and I trust Syracuse more than I trust Maryland. Maybe it's the little number next to their name saying they're ranked and Maryland's not. I don't know, but... I am on Syracuse. 
Um, I am on Maryland. Uh, I honestly, d- being frank here, I forget Syracuse has a football team half the time. Um, <laughs> so I just think of them as like a basketball team or a basketball school. So, uh, um, and but it's but having said that, Maryland, I mean, they're just the scum of the Big Ten. So. I was going to say, wait, Maryland is the same way, I feel like, too. Yeah, <laughs> like, these are the two ultimate basketball squads. Yeah, things. yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they're, but they're the Big Ten scum. You know, they're ours. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I, I'm just taking them. It was, it, it was a toss-up for me, too. I just took the home team. Um, I want to cheer for the Big Ten, and um, yeah, it's as simple as that. <laughs> Fair. Um, I'm taking Maryland. Um, I think kind of in a way of the way of what you said, Lop, this line stinks so bad. Um, everyone thinks that Syracuse should be the favorite, being the ranked with the number twenty-one next to their name. They play, you know, they are they they've played Clemson tough the last couple of years. Their Dino Babers has got those guys playing pretty well. Um, so I'm taking Maryland just because it stinks like that. Um, and I think this is a look-ahead game possibly for Syracuse. Syracuse has Clemson next week, so um, I could see some of those kids having the, that game in their minds, getting ready to play that team just because they've played them so well in the years past. So. Um, I'm going to say Maryland wins this and Maryland always seems to win odd, a weird game. I mean, the last two years they beat Texas. So I, I think they just win one of those odd games at the beginning of the year. And, and we're going to say this is the one and Maryland wins and covers. Can you repeat that? Who, who Maryland has beat the past two years? They, uh, they beat Texas the last two years, you know, got Texas it. was, you just want to make sure we, we got it, that recorded. It, last year it rained. I believe they played at. Um, oh, oh, don't, don't, it don't. That was the it first game rained. of the year. Don't, don't. It, it only it was, rained on Texas. Maryland was dry. Yep. That was September 1st. It was like 80 degrees. Stop it. All right, but I got uh, Maryland. Yeah, I, I don't like my pick as much. I, I agree the line is so stinky, but I don't know why. So, I don't know. Whatever. Let's go to the next one, Nick. Uh, so Nebraska at Colorado, Colorado is getting five points at home. Uh, so when I said I had a theme going, I didn't realize that I had another theme as well. Uh, so I took all home teams except for I'm taking Nebraska. Um, so I took Nebraska and LSU, but everyone else I'm taking home teams. And then I realized I took every single favorite. Um, <laughs> so I'm not getting any points this week. So we will see how that works out for me. Um, Newsflash, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I'm taking Nebraska, uh, it kind of going even to the, to what we talked about with Michigan and Nebraska didn't look great last week, but even what we were saying about Michigan, if they're for real at all, they have to beat this Colorado team. Um, and I, I think it's going to take more than a field goal or something like that. It's going to take a, at least a touchdown. So I'm, I am praying. I, I, it's just a confusing game. Don't know much about Colorado. Um, Nebraska, it's I'm taking them another Big Ten kind of homer, and I guess mentally I just took every single kind of subconsciously I took every single favorite um, in most home teams. So I'm I'm with Nebraska on this one. Um, I got Nebraska as well. Um, I think the the low number on the line maybe is a little bit over an overreaction to Nebraska's poor performance against South Alabama, I believe. Um, <laughs> So <laughs> the Jackrabbits are supposed to be strong this year too. Yeah. I'm just going to go with uh, Nebraska bounces back. They have a lot of film to watch, correct themselves. Um, 
Scott Frost has those guys playing well. This used to be a, a rival game of a Big 12 rival. These guys used to not get along very well. So um, there is that factor into it as well. Um, and Adrian Martinez is, you know, if the Heisman back hype is, is real for Nebraska, they, they come out and they win this game by more than a touchdown. This is one of those games, like you said, it's a Big 12. It used to be a rivalry game. They used to play every year. It used to be great game, great teams. This is one of those games where on paper it's like, oh, that could be interesting to watch. And then you just like see it on TV and you don't watch it because like it's the most boring game probably ever, or at least it feels like it. I have Nebraska covering um, probably a little bit to both of your points. I think Nebraska is a little bit looked at as, well, we underestimated them or we overestimated them, excuse me. They didn't perform very well against a, you know, a, a inferior South Alabama team. I think that obviously there's some work to be done with all these teams, so they're going to improve. But the other thing is, Nick, like you said, I mean, they have to win this game to be. Mm-hmm. What are they ranked? Were they ranked 24 something? They were picked to win the West in the Big Ten by a number of people. Um, they're, they're supposed to make moves this year, and if you know, if they can't beat Nebraska or excuse me, Colorado by a touchdown. They won't win the West. And so I think cards, like you said, Scott Frost kind of has those guys going in the right direction. They're doing all the right things, it seems like, to get prepared for this game. So, And again, the pride of this program playing that program, I think, is a big um, influencer, too. So I have Nebraska as well, um, hopefully by, I don't know, a couple touchdowns or so. Big mm-hmm. Ten pride. There you go. So that's our board. Nice. You want me to do um, locks right away? Yeah, let, let's throw in locks. I, I haven't thought of mine, so I'm going to go. Uh, well, I just went second. So, Karj, you're up first. Wait, no. Yeah, Karj. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. What Fine, we go ahead. Uh, We're doing our locks. Go ahead, yeah. Yep. Oh, locks. Wait. Go ahead, Nick. Uh, easy one. LSU, minus five and a half Knew on the it. road. Texas going down. Okay. No explanation needed. They're not back. <laughs> Please explain so I can think of my lock. Uh, Texas is not back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Courage? You got one. Oh, I'm up. Okay. Um, I always usually like to go off the board on these because it just, I don't know, makes it a little bit more fun. All the other numbers are so big, though. Off the board is trash this week. It's so bad. (laughs) It's pretty bad. Um, Man. All right. Um... I mean, Nebraska, Colorado, and Syracuse, Maryland, and Cal Washington are on the board for a reason. This week is tough. I got it. I'm going uh, Stanford plus one over USC. A little Pac-12 after after dark. That almost made the board, too, actually. Yeah, okay. Pac-12 after dark. Um, USC just lost their quarterback. Um, The bets are always on, on USC, so I could see that's why that number is the way it is still. So... I'm going uh, Stanford plus one on the road at USC. I like that pick. I do too. I love it too because it's going to be like one of those where Saturday night at 9 p.m. we're going to get the Snapchat of Carger pouring his whiskey. Right. And knowing, <laughs> knowing he's going to be asleep in 15 minutes on the couch. <laughs> I like how you all make it to scroll. You just scroll to the bottom. Make it to halftime. That's the last, the last game on the board. <laughs> That's, it took it me is. that long to find one that was worth even considering. <laughs> Uh, I'm staying on the board in the Big Ten. I'm going with Michigan. I think right. I think they're going to win by a lot. I hope they do. We need them to keep going. 
right. So we've got locks. We got our picks. Let's um let's update our playoff picture if we, if we have updates, I guess. So last week, just to keep us fresh on where we are, I had Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, Oregon. Nick, ooh, Oregon. Eesh. Nick had Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, Notre Dame. And Karge had Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, Bama. So we all had Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State. I had Oregon. Nick had Notre Dame. And Karge had Bama. Do we have changes? I don't. Okay. I'm just going to ride the Notre Dame train until it crashes and burns. They, they find a way, man. They find a way. They got such a tough schedule, but we'll, that we'll, like you said, we'll see what happens as, as the season goes on. I'm going to leave mine as well. Um, we'll okay. see what happens after this week. I, I am not keeping uh, Oregon in my, uh, in my <laughs> top four here. Um, though I do think it's an early loss. They have a lot of teams to go through in the Pac-12. There's a chance they still get there. I am actually, and this is bad to do, but so I picked Iowa State to win the Big 12. I am swapping out Oregon with Oklahoma, <laughs> who is also in the Big 12, <laughs> um, who if I could go back and change that pick, I would. But I'm going to go with Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, and now Oklahoma because it seems like um, same old, same old. Jalen Hurts is kind of, you know, has things under control. That was one of the things that I was interested to see is does he look like he knows what he's doing basically? And he did. So I think that gave me some sense of, you know, security and and knowing that Oklahoma can beat the, most of the teams in the big 12 are not of the quality of Oklahoma. So have some pretty, what a, what a, what a story it would be if Oklahoma got to the national championship game to play Bama and Oklahoma won. Jalen Hurts comes back to, you know, Beat Alabama in the national championship game, and I don't think he has any hard feelings over over the way things were handled at Bama. I mean, he handled it very very classy last year. I mean, he he took it in stride and did what he needed to. But I just think as like a you want a storybook ending to uh you know one of those ESPN stories that's going to be ran for weeks on week or days on days before the championship game. That would be it. So that would be. I would, very I would love that. I would love that as well. There would be say- so much hype. People at ESPN have boners thinking about that yeah. and oh, all the yeah. shit that they can do for four weeks right. between right. when we have a game and when we don't. Yeah, <laughs> They probably already have the tape already, you know, accumulating all the tape from Jalen Hurts already. Definitely. 100%. All right. So we've got week one covered. Week two picks are in, and they are for sure locks. This, These are some of the smartest picks you'll hear. Um, anything else you guys want to cover before we uh, take off? No, I, I got nothing on Wisconsin. Keep scoring. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll see what happens if Jay, Jonathan Taylor can have another good run, another game. Um, I would like to see him get to New York this year. So let's have him put up another big number this week. Yep, hold on to that football. Yeah, so far so good. Football. You know what we should do next week? We should do um, Heisman. Heisman's. Yeah. Oh, I like Cause that. Because there, there are a lot of people in the uh, in the conversation right now. We got Jalen Hurts. Um. Justin Fields, Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. I mean, basically, you know, Trevor and Tua, obviously. But I think that'd be yeah, interesting. So, t- so tune in next week if you want to hear our Heisman picks. Oh, teaser. Sport, teaser. <laughs> Cliffhanger. Nice. All right. We'll get out of here. Until next week. Peace out. Peace. Later.